This podcast is brought to you by Most Valuable Podcasts, leading the league in podcasting entertainment. Welcome in, my friends, to another episode of Behind the Pen. My name is Mike Rankin, and today is an impromptu Behind the Pen episode because what the hell just happened in the (laughs) NFL draft? Sean Anderson joins me, and we're talking Chicago Bears football. They went from the third overall pick, traded four draft picks, including this year's first-round pick, Mm -hmm. a third-round pick, a fourth-round pick, and a future pick for Mitchell Trubisky, we're going to have a reaction. Sean Anderson, oh my goodness, what just happened? It's unreal. We were watching the draft. Uh, reports before the draft were saying, uh, from Schefter at least, was saying that the Bears were going to move down. I was you know, pretty pumped about that. You know, If we're not going to get Jamal Adams, we move down. I wasn't expecting Trubisky, and I wasn't expecting uh, a move up here. It was, it was a shock. When we moved up, I was thinking Solomon Thomas, and I was going to be super pissed off about that one. Uh, initial reactions, though, to the actual pitch pick of Mitchell Trubisky um, is something that it's a bold move by Ryan Pace, bold in every sense of the word. Uh, Ryan Pace going all out, and you're pretty much thinking, like, this is his job on the line because, yes, people are freaking out. You know, we already have Mike Glennon. Why do we sign Mike Glennon? Trubisky's going to sit. He's a project. But what I said all along, at least for the Bears, was if you believe in one of these guys that can be the next star quarterback, you have to go and take him because there's so many questions between, you know, who's number one. You have to go out and get, get your guy. And if you believe Mitch Trubisky is that guy, then there's no point in wasting because quarterback is the most important part of a football team, and you need to go out and get that guy. So if they think Trubisky's that guy, take the gamble on it. I was not expecting this at all, and no. this took me by complete surprise, and we are so excited to be able to talk about this news for you on the night of the draft. We are recording on the night of the draft, so hopefully when this gets posted, you know, maybe a day or two later, you guys can understand where we're coming from. But there's a lot of reaction we're going to get into. We're really excited to talk about it, but first got to get into the necessities of Most Valuable Podcast. If you're on YouTube, what's up, guys? Bears fans, drop a like and a comment down below if you could. We really appreciate the support. Almost at 6,000 followers. Almost. This is awesome. Unreal. This is great. You guys are awesome. Also on blogtalkradio.com backslash Most Valuable Podcast, you can listen to all of our full-length podcasts there. We, we're Stitcher, right? We Stitcher, have iTunes, iTunes yep. everywhere. Look us up. We're there. Also, if you can become a Patreon, patreon.com backslash Most Valuable Podcast. We have a Pell Mics. We have a green screen now, so we're trying to entertain you more so than we already do. If you can help us out in any way possible, we really do appreciate it. But all right, let's dive into this conversation, Sean, mm-hmm. because this is a fun one. All right, so here, all right, I'm going to take you through what I was going through. It's as a rough I, ride. Absolutely. When I was watching uh, on TV, first of all, on NFL Network, I don't know if any if anybody else watched on another network. You guys, I don't know what you're what I you're was, doing. I was doing ESPN. Trey Wingo bad. kept talking about the damn bad, bad, Philadelphia bad, bad, crowd. Bad. It was annoying me. Oh uh, well, see, ESPN's the wrong choice because yeah. obviously what's going on. Anyway, uh, I'm sitting at home in my living room next to my pops. You know, we're, we're relaxing and I'm waiting for the third overall pick because mm-hmm. I assume it's either going to be. Whoever's left, either Solomon Thomas or Jamal Adams, that's the mindset I had going in. Obviously, Miles Garrett, he's the first-round pick. Five minutes into the the 49ers draft selection, you see trade. And Mm -hmm. I'm saying, what? And it's the Bears. And I'm saying, what? Because when we were going into this draft season, we were thinking, okay, maybe the Bears trade down, get more picks. They have a lot of positions of need. But instead, they draft up or they trade up and the thing is and you mentioned it already in the yeah. opening if you're going to trade up it better be for for the quarterback it better be for somebody you're locked into or else this is just a waste they gave up four picks for this position and 
what you said also, if it was Solomon Thomas, I'm going to boycott the Bears because the thinking there is you have two positions of need on the defensive end that are available at three, either Solomon Thomas on the line or Jamal Adams in the safety position in the or secondary. Or, or Malik Lattimore, Hooker yeah. or Marcus Lattimore. But it's secondary guys, line. Absolutely. So what happens is they're there, right? No matter what happens at three. So when you see him get traded up and you're like, okay, are they going to take Solomon Thomas? I'm going to be pissed because they gave up a mm-hmm. lot. Instead, it's Mitchell Trubisky. And a guy who started 13 games in college, he posted one of the most accurate uh, seasons in, in college football this year. Mm-hmm. You can't knock the skill set. There's a lot of grades saying that he could translate to the NFL very well, but it's going to take a while. He's very what, a fourth-year junior what are your reactions? Because I'm excited. I'm very excited about this pick. Again, I'm excited. I mean, a, a ton of Bears fans. Bears fans are going to criticize any move of a quarterback, whether it's signing Mike Glennon, whether it's having Jay Cutler. And we'll his get contract. into that too, Mike yeah, Glennon's whether, situation and everything. Whether it's trading up to get a quarterback, but we have to realize is that we've had one true franchise quarterback, and I don't think any of us were alive when he was around. It was Sid Luckman. I don't even know what Sid Luckman exactly did. I wasn't around for Sid Luckman. Sid Luckman was playing a different NFL. Jim McMahon was, you know, boosted by that great defense and running back and, and Walter Payton. We didn't have a franchise. Quarterback. We've never had a franchise quarterback. Besides Cutler, of course, he's the but, greatest quarterback in Bears history. But but even then, that's a that's a controversial statement. You're they didn't win getting, anything. You're already getting comments down below. Cutler sucks. <laughs> of course. So I mean, you look at this, and it's a playoff move, win, though. It's a move that needs to happen because well, Rex Grossman also had Stop. playoff wins as well. But um, it's an, it's a move that needs to happen because we we've, we've never had a franchise quarterback. If you think he is a franchise quarterback and he pans out, then boom. What's no, no one. No one's going to question the move. No one's going to question the move, you know, not taking a linebacker out of Wisconsin or whatever you're going to do in the right. third round. you got a franchise quarterback, and that's the biggest need in the NFL, you know, whether you have it or not. See, I appreciate the gall of yeah. Brian Pace in this situation because he went out and got it. And I've been saying I'm behind the pen, and I wasn't expecting Trubisky. Honestly, he was my no. third quarterback in, in my head. I mean, I'm not going to say I'm an expert in the field, but I'm Watson saying— Watson was one for me, and right. the Trubisky was two. Uh, okay, so I, I even ranked maybe— Deshaun Kaiser higher than him, maybe because of his skill set, his size, whatever, mm-hmm. translates. I, like I said, I don't know anything. I'm not Mel Kuyper. But I'm sitting here thinking, there's no way Trubisky's going to go to the Bears. So the situation here was, if you're if you're the Bears and you look at San Francisco's situation at two, if they're going to make this trade, either San Francisco's bluffing and the Bears bought it because they're going to sit there and say, okay, mm-hmm. we're going to take Trubisky. What do you want for the second round pick? You know, a second overall pick. Yeah. We'll give it to you, but you got to give us a load. And they did. San Francisco's making out like bandits. We're not discussing, we're not arguing that at all. Well, and this is a tremendous risk for the Bears. Uh, at, one at thing two. I want to mention about the, the 49ers, I mean, John Lynch, who they just it was a controversial signing there. It's a great start. Great start. I mean, seriously, I mean, that's this is your first biggest move. You trade down, you get a ton of picks to rebuild that team. So that's a smart move on the 49ers. So it's either they're bluffing. Or they're actually serious about taking Trubisky at two, and the Bears mm-hmm. have to act, and which they did, and now they have a guy. Now, uh, I want to hold off on the Mike Lennon situation a little bit because there's a lot to say about that. Yeah. But I want to say this about uh, uh, Ryan Pace. I appreciate it because I haven't seen this as a Bears fan ever in my lifetime. They're a very conservative franchise, and you're sitting here. And one, okay, I have to throw this out there. If you're if you're looking at a team that's supposed to be good today, you look back at maybe three or four years ago where their draft picks stand. From the span of 2011 to 2013, they had 17 draft picks. 
How many do they have on this team right now? You already told me the answer. It's one. It's one, and it's Kyle Long. Yeah. And that's not how you win. So being aggressive in the draft, I appreciate it. And this is something, like I said, I haven't seen. So I'm ready to embrace Mr. Brisky, and I think he could turn into a franchise quarterback, and I truly believe that. And there's a lot of people knocking on this pick, especially since they're giving up a third and a fourth this year This year with all the positions you need, but you're going out and getting the guy you want, and that shows a lot of guts. See, all I want to tell the Bears fans is just relax. Because the thing is, is that if he turns into a franchise quarterback, we're not going to remember the guys that we missed out in the third round. It doesn't matter about that. It doesn't matter because if we're getting Super Bowl wins, then that that's all that matters. And if he doesn't pan out, if Trubisky doesn't pan out, then it's not like we're missing a guy because you still need a quarterback. All that's going to happen is Pace is going to get fired. So it's something that, as a Bears fan, I like. Man, I like the idea of just going out and, and getting someone because we haven't had someone in so long. The last. First round quarterback we took was Rex Grossman at 22 uh, back in tw- two, 2003. I mean, we haven't gone out and got that franchise guy through the draft. I mean, since Rex Grossman, and look where he panned out. So, you know, I don't know if Trubisky is going to be the guy. I'm not sure because you have to see how he's going to, you know, develop under Glennon because you assume that Glennon's going to start. But the one thing I do like from Pace is that at least you see a plan because I feel like, you know, obviously, uh, you know, a lot of discussions weren't divulged that the Bears were talking about Trubisky or, or they kept talking private. to him. Uh, apparently, they worked him out in private as well. Absolutely. They didn't um, release anything to the public. This is news to us. They didn't even call him as well. Right. Uh, oh, it just happened. Yeah. He's like, what? Oh, nice. Yeah, he's yeah. like, I didn't even know that they were trading up for me. Um, but there's a Incredible. plan at least because you saw it, you're looking at this Glennon contract now, and you know, most of the money's guaranteed for that first year. So that's lot, pretty yeah. much that's pretty much now saying to me that the Bears were planning on taking a QB that's exactly at, at two or three, or if, I don't know if they planned on moving up, but at three the whole time. There's, because right. because you have Glennon for a year, you have a guy who pretty much all of them need to develop, I think, outside of Watson. Uh, under a quarterback, and you have Glennon who can do that, and now you have at least uh, at, at least Trubisky to do that. Last guy to develop under Mike Glennon was Jameis Winston, too. There is a lot of points that I would like to expand upon that you brought up. One is that you are taking a major risk selecting Mitch Trubisky at number two Huge overall. Risk. And we talk about it, what, Pat Mahomes went, he was the next he quarterback that win? Yeah, he went And then it was, it was Deshaun Watson at, at 12. 12. And so, then uh, Kaiser is still on the board. So you look at it after round one, Kaiser's still on the board. Mm-hmm. Incredibly. Um, maybe not incredibly to some people, but the point is that I wanted to make, if you're going to take a quarterback this high, and you look at the past quarterbacks that haven't panned out, the guys like E.J. Manuel, Jamarcus Russell, Blaine Gabbert, Christian Ponder, if you want to talk about him going out in the later rounds, the point is in the first round, sometimes you get duds at the quarterback position. But the fact of the matter is the Bears saw enough in a guy that they went out and traded four draft picks to jump one spot to acquire him. And that's, that's, that's very telling for the aggressiveness of Ryan Pace, and maybe this bites him absolutely could kill this Bears franchise for years to come. He could be mm-hmm. a dud. We don't know that, though. The gamble is he could turn into a franchise quarterback. And some things Bears have to, Bears fans have to look at, too. I mean, there's very rarely is there a draft without at least a pro bowler, without a guy who d- becomes a franchise quarterback, because usually, at least in every single draft, you get one of those guys. I think 2013 was the last time we've gotten an EJ Manuel draft. I think before then, it might have been 2008 with, with, with Bradford, or 2009 with Bradford, because Bradford really hasn't been that franchise guy. He hasn't been a guy to be able to take his team deep, but there have been franchise quarterbacks that have been taken in pretty much every single draft in recent decades. So this guy might be the guy. And I, I don't I don't hate taking a chance because we don't take chances as 
an organization, like you said. I mean, you look at the McCaskies, they're not built on going out and getting free agents. They're not going out and getting big signings. I mean, the ones that we've made are like Cutler or Peppers. Those are the big ones. But outside of that, we don't make risky moves. Why not this one? Why not? Because at least you'll have a guy who can develop and, and see what he can do for a year before you throw him into the fire. See, a lot of Bears fans are, are going to be very... I don't know how to describe it. Very, pissed off. Sure. They, they, pissed they, off. they could definitely be pissed yeah. off, but maybe they're a little apprehensive in embracing what this move actually is because now they only have, what, four draft picks in this draft, right? They second, have They have the second, fifth, the fifth, sixth the sixth, and, seventh, and the yeah. seventh. Four more draft picks. You have all of these positions of need that you're relying on to fill a hole, and especially defensively when you have so much talent at the top of the draft and you're going to mm-hmm. pass on it for a question mark, a guy who started only 13 games in his college career are you serious couldn't beat out two undrafted quarterbacks as well in his there freshman are and sophomore. a lot yeah. of questions surrounding mitch trubisky but all right let's try and start answering them starting with mike lennon and the situation with the chicago bears going into next year and what you brought up was absolutely on point that's exactly what i'm thinking of as well is that if you're going to go out and sign mike lennon you don't give him guaranteed money. What is it? Three-year contract. Three-year contract. Thirty-three million. Fourteen mil in the fir- first year. I know that for it, sure. Is it like eighteen and a half mil guaranteed? Something yeah, around I'll check like it out, that. Yeah. We don't know the specifics exactly, but we know that he's getting guaranteed money for it's the been first a while year since he signed it. And we assume that he's just going to be a a, a bridge quarterback who can act as a, st- a, st- a stable guy. You have yeah, it's it's, it's three years, uh, forty five million, and then the uh, guaranteed is eighteen and a half. Okay, so eighteen and a half guaranteed for Mike Lennon, and pretty much he's that bridge guy who offers stability at the position mm-hmm. to allow a guy like Mitch Trubisky to develop, and that was the plan maybe going all along. You you know, you don't know what are inside the brains or the scouting development team within the Chicago Bears organization. Well, and that's why they uh, and there's a potential out for 2018, so it could be a one-year contract for exactly. 16 mil for and 400 and 4.5 is dead cap. So I mean, there's a lot there where you at least have a plan with this Glenning signing, and that's what I like because there's usually not a plan. Usually it's like, well, is Cutler going to stay? Is Cutler our quarterback? What's going to happen? Rex Grossman, Kyle Orton, back in out in out. Caleb Haney. You know, it's it, it's a it's it's been a mess ever since Jim McMahon's left. Pretty so much. So tell me a little bit about Mitch Trubisky and his strengths and what Bears fans should expect to see from this kid. Well, obviously he's a guy that was very accurate in college. He played in the spread and he had a lot of good weapons. He had a guy like Ryan Switzer, Bug Howard, uh, uh, Prohl as well. Austin Prohl, his dad was a baseball player. Um, he played in the spread. Uh, a lot of checkdowns, uh, kind of similar at least. Um, if you watched him, it might have been similar to a pa- uh, Patriots passing offense um, because they do like to spread out the field. They like to go five uh, five wide receivers. They like to completely spread it out. Not saying this guy's going to be Tom Brady or anything at all, but um, you look at him, uh, maybe similar comparisons. Jake Locker, he does have some athleticism like Jake Locker, the former Tennessee Titans pick, who looked decent, at least in Tennessee, but injuries really hurt him. Um, he's a guy that's pretty mobile uh, for, for him. He's a, he's a, he doesn't have a great, accurate arm, at least going deep down the field, but short routes, he'll, he'll be able to do that. Um, so at least in the first year, you're probably going to look at uh, you know developing his arm strength. Uh, and, and developing his deep ball accuracy, but one thing that really sticks out to me um, is is leadership. You know, my favorite quarterback is Tom Brady, and what one thing he did in college was he didn't win the the job outright. He didn't win the job in in, in his in his senior year. Drew Henson take, took over for him. Uh, he had to win that job back, but he led his uh, Michigan Wolverines to uh, an Orange Bowl win over Alabama, uh, going back and forth, led them down the field, and got him a game winning drive. At least Trubisky uh, played against Stanford this year in his bowl game, got North Carolina all the way down, scored a touchdown. Uh, his line didn't give him any protection though. To ultimately win the game, but still led his team down the that field. That was the drive that I was actually thinking of as mm-hmm. you were, because I was trying to think, who did he do that against? And that was absolutely it. Stanford.
for the bowl game. And yeah. he went, what was it, 98 yards or something like 96. that, over 90 yards yeah. to uh, put them at least within reach. Um, and it, it, that's the thing, too. When you look at Mitch Trubisky, uh, we talked about the accuracy. He's, he was one of the top accurate college 68% yeah. quarterbacks mm-hmm. in the entire country. So that's something you want to um, give him praise for. And when you think about it, too, I, I was listening to this on the score, so uh, on 670 of the score, Chicago affiliated radio station, so I'm not going to take credit for this point. When they said, I was listening, and they said that uh, they, they, he lost to Duke, mm-hmm. and, and Duke's not really a proud football program. No. Right. Uh, but what they were saying is that Duke, the way that they attacked Trubisky was they disguised a lot of blitz schemes, and that got him in trouble. And it showed that he wasn't prepared and he wasn't able to recognize and, and take advantage. So that's the thing. There was a lot of growth ahead of Trubisky, and it may take a year or two. But the thing is, Pace has Glennon for that bridge. Yeah. And that's one thing, too. You look at Glennon. He's a guy that's, um, you know, we, we, we've talked a lot about Glennon. He's not the guy that's going to wow you with his arm. But he's not going to be I a, think he's stability. But no, but what I'm I saying is he's, he's, he's not a guy that's going to wow you in any sense. And the thing with Trubisky is he's pretty well-rounded. He's got good accuracy, not great accuracy. He's got a decent arm, but he doesn't have a great arm. He's got good mobility. He's not going to be like a Cam Newton, but he can be at least mobile in the pocket. Um, you look at him mentally. Um, you don't know how he's going to be able to read blitz packages. But also you look at uh, what he was dealing with in North Carolina, didn't have an offensive coordinator was a co-offensive coordinator there um, in North Carolina Talk and Glennon or Trubisky? No, Trubisky. Trubisky, gotcha. Uh, and then his offensive line was completely banged up from what the team was uh, back then. Yes, you know, the team before him went 10-3. and three, um, It was, you know, a top team in the ACC. Now they go 8-5 and five with Trubisky under the helm. But, again, they lost a lot on that offensive line. So, at least with Trubisky, um, if he does, if we have a similar offensive line, at least, when he does start to start, at least he'll have a decent offensive line, he'll have some weapons, and at least he'll have a, a stable offensive coordinator where he's getting, you know, co- coaching decisions from one guy and not two guys. Uh, like you had in North Carolina. See, we have to wait and see how this draft class plays out still. I mean, there's still a couple days left. And that's why I'm telling everyone just to relax. We haven't seen him touch Is the it- field. We haven't seen anything that he's been able to do. It's a bold move. And maybe you're, as Bears fans, we're not used to bold moves. Of course. But you just got to relax, see how he turns out. Because if it's a home run, then we're not going to be bitching about trading back. Sure. And really going into this draft, of course, going into this draft, we assume they would bolster the defense. But you got to remember, this is a very, very deep draft, especially around the safety, uh, the secondary uh, positions Mm -hmm. overall. But the thing that's a little uh, hard to take is that they gave up a third and a fourth this year Mm -hmm. and a future pick plus the third overall, but that's a given, for jumping to one spot. And I understand. I understand the frustration if you're a Bears fan because you're passing on Solomon Thomas, a guy who's been graded so highly by a lot of experts, along with Jamal Adams, a leader among men, literally the guy, if you're going to mold out a draft prospect in the safety position, Jamal Adams is your guy, and you passed on him. That takes a lot to do. So, again, I appreciate Ryan Pace having the confidence to pull this off and before I write it off and I write it off as a failure, I got to give it an opportunity. And I'm rooting like hell for this to work out because yeah. I think this is awesome. That's the thing is, is we haven't seen you know moves. We haven't seen anything big. We, we saw the move for Leonard Fournette. Uh, not Leonard Fournette. Uh, uh, Floyd. Uh, what's his name? Leonard Floyd. Leonard Floyd. And, Floyd. and that's Sorry. the thing, too. Ryan Pace um, isn't afraid to trade up. He, he did moved, that for Floyd. He two moved spots. up. And we, we see what Floyd did last year, and he looked very promising. He's yeah, starting it, to yeah, it, absolutely it, develop. Obviously, we saw 
um, you know, a little bit of shakiness in the, in the first couple of games. But then, you know, he started getting his feet wet and he started getting used to the game and he oh, looked yeah. fantastic uh, rushing, rushing the passer. And, and yes, you know, there's there were safer picks out there without a doubt. I mean, you overreached for a guy like Trubisky. Oh, yeah. And right now you look at this complete overreach. I didn't have a first round grade, at least on any of these quarterbacks. I thought they were all second round draft picks. I thought they were going to go in the first round because quarterbacks are overrated because of their value to their team. And that's, that's why Trubisky's going too. that's the thing. Um, but I look at him. He's pretty much everything you want, at least uh, on the on the surface. Fairly accurate, got a good arm, got size. can be mobile, and at good least in the pocket, look, good feet. You look at that Stanford thing as well. He's able to take a team down down it's the field impressive. at least. So I mean, that's something that you really like. He's dealt with some adversity, had to fight his way. Um, well, I mean, I don't know if he fought his way for to be the starter there. Uh, because yeah, but it the, took him a thing, while. Obviously, thirteen only starts. You but, know what I'm saying? But the first guy, the, of course, the, uh, I forgot Williams. I think was the starting quarterback before. I mean, he was a senior. He left. Yeah, it he had like, to work to to get to where he is today. Yeah, I mean, but but even then, I mean, when he came in for Williams, uh, there was a couple times he. He did get uh, playing time in 2015. He looked decent. He showed off that, that that running mobility. And back then, he was more of a running quarterback than an actual passer. So we're seeing this passing develop. I look at this, and it's it's a bold move. Again, you know, there was probably a safer pick in a guy who's more developed like Deshaun Watson. And, and I, I, I People like are talking about Watson being the best quarterback of this class. Even, that, I like Watson more because I saw the leadership and I saw the production oh, yeah, over we two saw years. He, he won. But then again— He played in the big spot and he did it. But, but, but then again, you look at that, he had the most interceptions over the past two years. Of course, there are, that's the thing Trubisky about this draft. six. It was so out of nowhere that there were so many different variables going into everybody's mocks and all the quarterback positions. So many questions, and of course the Bears pull out this shocker. No one's thinking they trade up. Are you kidding me? I think this is awesome. And you look at as we wrap up this conversation, as you look at the Bears' current situation, they have they have a running back. Jordan mm-hmm. Howard's their guy. Interior offensive line, very stable. Cody White here and Kyle Long, the guys there along with Josh Sitton. If you kind of shore up the edges there, you give Trubisky a chance, it's going to take a got, while. And you got a year to do it. Absolutely. If, if Glennon's your guy for this year, you have a year to do it. See, this is something that we can look forward to. Mm-hmm. And when we, when I talk about this all the time I'm behind the pen, you just look for some sort of progression in this team. And Mike, why not us? Why, 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 not us? why not us and why not Trubisky? Any given Sunday. Why not Trubisky? And Trubisky's going to eventually overtake that position, you would assume, if you're going out and getting him at two. That, that's the thing. I, all I'm saying is, is, is first off, to, to Bears fans, be patient. Wait. Yeah, we'll We're, see what happens. Everyone's thinking, you know, I've, I've seen six and ten. I think you had them at, at maybe eight wins for the Bears. I, I, I said six and ten yeah, going si- in. Six and ten. Um, I, I said three wins at, at best. I think three to six wins is fair for this Bears I team. I think they could be competitive. That's um, just me. You know. Competitive in the sense that they're not going to get their ass kicked every single game, well, right? They're not playoff competitive. Of course not. Yeah, but at least not maybe not get their ass kicked every single game. But um, at least for Bears fans, be patient and just you got to realize that we've never had a franchise quarterback. If he's the, if he's the guy, then great. We look great. If not, we're going to oh, lose man. more Imagine. games. And who cares? <laughs> Imagine you know what? the Bears are terrible for the next decade because of this Trubisky pick. Hey, Mike, what's been happening? <laughs> hey, man. It's been 2006 since yeah. the last Super Bowl. It is what it is 30, at this point. 33 years oh, since the bad. last Super Bowl oh, win. Oh, it's I bad. mean, why not? The, yeah, this franchise needs a shake-up, and this is definitely a shake-up. You look at the Chicago Bears situation. They're not supposed to be good. Uh, like I said, they're supposed to be competitive, stable. Mm-hmm. This defense is starting to take shape. And again, we got to mention the remainder of this draft could be an X-factor. We'll see. We'll know his mental makeup after a year in Chicago. Because the media is going to rip him apart I can't without wait. even a start. Oh, it's going to be great for the fans to be calling Trubisky's name after week two of the preseason. I hope 
I, I fucking hope his first pass in the NFL is an interception because oh, this kid's going to get roasted. That's Jay Cutler again now. Rex <laughs> Grossman, this is a way. Yeah, Ryan oh, Pace is the worst. Yeah. Fire Ryan Pace. Worst than Phil I'll Emery. tell you what, though. John Fox is definitely going to be on the hot seat after this season. God. If we don't see any any progression, if it's the same story, he's going to be gone. Do you want the biggest the, the biggest thing that I will blame Ryan Pace for is the fact that I would be really confident right now if Adam Gase was our fucking well, head coach you right know, now. It is what it is. I mean, I, going in, you kind of assumed that Gase was going to sign elsewhere, but of course, in hindsight, he's got it. He was the guy. And you look at Fox too. I mean, he's got to be gone after this year. Because, we'll, we'll see. Because, no, but I'm thinking. We'll I'm see. thinking he's never developed a young quarterback. He's never he developed. Hasn't. He's never developed no. a young quarterback. That is you true. Ne- you need to give Trubisky his shot, and that's not Sean what Payton. John, I fucking love it. <laughs> Imagine. I Imagine. fucking love it. But also, he's never developed a young quarterback as well, at least in the States, because he's gotten true Brees. Right, absolutely. So, anyway, anyway. I, I do trust him. He's a great coach. But but uh, wrapping it up, yes. Bears fans, relax. Everything's going to be fine. We're going to suck this year. We knew we were going to suck this year. And we, we we have a shot. We have a shot. We have a lotto ticket. Maybe our numbers will hit. Maybe number 10 will pop up, and we got it. Guys, I am so excited about this pick. I love it. I absolutely love the balls of Ryan Pace to be able to just do it. Just go out and get the guy. And the thing is, one more time, they didn't publicize any of their workouts. They didn't meet with him publicly. Everything was par- private. Uh, Trubisky said, you know, they they talked to the Bears, but he kept it under wraps. So this was a shock to everyone, mm-hmm. and I think that's exactly what Ryan Pace wanted. Yeah, and one thing, too, I think we're in the minority because most Bears fans oh, we're talking sure about are calling it. us idiots. I, I'm, and they're I'm calling sure. Ryan Pace idiots, I'm too. sure. I'm sure. But it is what it is. And the Bears, I, I can look forward to something. And I'm going to be rooting like hell for this guy. And I'm going to embrace him like open arms because Cutler's gone. So I have to find someone else. And I'm not going to give it to Mike Lennon. I'm yeah, sorry. It's not going to happen. I bought a Cutler jersey. I had a Cutler jersey. Maybe I'm going to keep off on the Trubisky jersey. Maybe just, just maybe, tape it yeah. over. You know, we'll see what Hopefully he's number 16. I can just put yeah, a one there. You there. Go, put one there. Anyway, <laughs> at least we're not the Browns. At least we're not the Browns. Though hey, they, they look, look good. good. <laughs> Absolutely. That draft was anyway. They got, anyway. Pe- they got Peppers, Garrett, and I think they traded back in to get another guy. All right, too. We had to get this conversation in. Pure reaction. Night of the draft. This is about a couple hours after the Trubisky move and Bears fans let me know what you think down below in the comments please share oh man I'm excited to read the responses I'm excited to see how this draft progresses I'm excited to watch Mitch Trubisky develop as a Chicago Bears Sean Anderson thank you so much for jumping on in this impromptu behind the pen podcast thanks for having me Mike it's been so fun it's always fun as always and as always if you could uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel we're doing quite well for ourselves I believe patreon.com backslash most valuable podcast also blogtalkradio.com backslash behind the pen for more content I like to talk bears you guys know that thank you so much for listening and as always for Sean Anderson we will see you all next time thank you for listening to this MVP podcast follow us on Twitter at most valuable pod for more great podcasts